0: you're listening to rolling toe with trucking experts kevin and mike beckett this is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck we'll talk about avoiding wear and tear knowing your suspension and axles and how to get more mileage from your tires
1: we're on the audio road
2: let's get rolling
0: Well, good evening. This is Mike. And
1: this is Kevin.
0: And we're here to bamboozle and befuddle you on anything you want to talk about.
1: Or or other words of that like. Could we
0: wisen people?
1: We could unwisen them.
0: And wisen. Okay. That's not the same thing as wino. Well,
1: well either you lighten
0: people or you unwisen them. Enwisen. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll try to en-wisen. Um, Do we got anything new to report from this week? Uh. We made a video, well, we started making a video. Yeah, we made, we're working on a video on a multi-steer axle truck to help people learn how to set those. It was a six-axle Mack chassis with a swing concrete pump on top of it.
1: Right.
0: Brand new. Yeah, and four axles steered and three axles drove. Yes. Yes. So one axle, both steers and drives. Yeah, that's the one way back. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, we're still working on getting the school set up. We're working on paperwork and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still hoping to start the school in October, but it's getting kind of close. We may not make that deadline either. Uh, well, we got the room set up. The room is almost completely set up. We got the tables ordered, mm-hmm. but it's the paperwork that's holding us up. The paperwork. The so paperwork
1: is holding. Always.
0: Up. Everything takes twice as long, costs twice as much. Just plan on that. All right. Well. If we got nothing else new, I suppose we have to take phone calls. If you have a question or a comment for us, push one on your phone dial. That will put you in the queue so we know you have a question. If you push it twice, as we've told you before, it will erase you from the universe and you need a copy of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to find your way back, if that's possible at all. So we'll start with the first one, and it is area code 703. You know where it is? Jamaica. No, Jamaica's 876.
1: I'll never remember
0: that. You'll never remember that. Any guesses on 703? 703. Indiana. No, it's Virginia. Virginia. Okay, so the next question is Are they in Virginia?
1: Probably not.
0: Probably not? I think they are. I think they're home. Optimistic. It's Sunday night. Let's see what happens. We push that button. And hello, Virginia.
3: Hello, gentlemen. I am in Texas.
0: You're in Texas, so Kevin was I've right. I've had that
3: Virginia number for twenty twenty years, so it's hard to get rid of that phone number because it's my last <laughs> my name.
0: Seven three two six
3: or S-E-A-N. thats why I don't forget it.
0: Okie dokie. So what's up, buddy? So, but now,
3: I, well, I just got a set of uh, Road King shocks installed on my steers. Okay. And what and, a difference! I they do really a, make a um, difference, set of. Huh? I have a 2010 Cascadia, just under 700,000 miles. That's, this is my fourth set of shocks I put on the truck. And, uh-huh. uh, of course, the first set was at 400,000 miles because I didn't know any better. But sure. um, I put a set of Meritor shocks yeah. that I got at Freightliner. And yeah. I put those on 70,000 miles ago with a set of um, Goodyear's. And one thing I've noticed is I had, like, a little side-to-side oscillation and, like, a little vibration and then... Um, just within the last 70,000 miles, I have a couple of spots on my steers that are worn all the way down. Um, mm-hmm. And I was wondering, is that due to a shock issue, or could it be could have been uh, contributed to shocks? Because when we took the shocks out this evening, one shock was about you know, like as a you can push it in with not too much effort, and the other one, uh, I think my toll paper roll had more rebound. <laughs> okay. and, and no shock that they're about six seven months old with roughly fifty to sixty thousand miles on
0: them okay, now the cups the spots that you got on your tires are they both on the uh-huh. same tire or are they on both tires
3: um what what I, I rotated the tires one the, the 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 driver's side had like a like a, it was like it was almost like a river wear along the like the second rib in Mm-hmm. And I decided to rotate them,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: now the uh, the the since I rotated the other tire now developed that river wear on the driver's side, but on the mm-hmm. passenger side that one took all most of the damage. I mean now it's all like there's several spots that's all cups.
0: Okay, and the bad. and the cups are not on the shoulder of the tire; they're in the center of the tire, right?
3: Co- correct. Yes.
0: Okay, and what inflation were you running in that tire?
3: 120, because I called you two years good. ago, or what, a year and a half yeah, ago, and you told me to use 120, so I said 120.
0: Okay, and, and this is this is a 14-ply tire that says 110 on the sidewall, right?
3: Correct. And I, my okay. operation is Central Texas U.S. Route. I usually drive you know right lane 55 miles an hour. I ride a lot of shoulders, so I am typically spend most of my life on a 4-degree angle.
0: Okay, okay, very good. In that case, I would and, – and which – Of the front shocks was the one that the toilet paper roll was stronger than?
3: Uh, The one on the passenger side. uh, Okay. Basically, the tire that received most of the damage.
0: And and now I've got to agree that does sound like we've got a shock problem.
3: Okay. I have a
0: follow up question. Oh, wait a minute. I got a a follow up question. You said what a difference when the Road Kings were on. What was the difference?
3: Driving through the truck stop and not holding on to my steering wheel for dear life.
0: Oh well, that's pretty good. <laughs> is there a difference? I, I
3: used to on... have a my cabinets would like I would have like a little shake and like like for example and I actually think my shocks killed my refrigerator. I can hear the compressor, in my refrigerator, and my truck shake as I was going down the road, and yeah. um, that that noise is gone.
0: Okay, so it's really yeah. stabilized now. Did you put Road Kings on front and rear?
3: No, I just, to front because I'm going to, sell, I have to sell this truck at the end of uh, next year. I work for one of those big fleets out of Springfield, Missouri, that requires new trucks every seven model years.
0: Thank
1: and
3: you. I, but I, what I did, I bought the set, the steers, even if I have to re- replace them with, I'm looking to buy a 2018 or possibly a 19 Cascadia. And our company was one of the first companies ever to get one. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they, they made one. And, uh, I was able to get a chance to get inside of it. They actually gave me a ride, and it. And one thing I did measure was the shock and the oh, bolt good. pattern, and they're they're identical to my 2010.
0: So you could just move them over. So that's did, all right.
3: You should. And you know what? Even if I can't, I'm out 450 bucks, and uh, I won't have my hands don't go numb anymore.
0: So, okay. All right. <laughs> so it. So I, it, I have a, it basically costs you 225 dollars a shock. Then right. Okay. Very, right. very good. This is good information for you. All right. Did you have a comment, Kevin? Uh,
1: nothing important. All
0: right. Good. So, what's your follow-up question then?
3: I had um, micro blue bearings installed four hundred thousand miles ago, Uh-huh. and I know an ish, um I had them done at one of your shops in um, the. I had them at Centromatic done back mm-hmm. in twenty
2: thirteen, mm-hmm. and
3: I heard that micro blue. The I guess the the um, the the bearings like the 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 cut tolerances they want are pretty loose what that what kind of what would it, what kind, what would loose bearings what kind of damage to the tires or what kind of pattern would i look for to see if, if that was a problem
1: it would be on the outside edge of either of the steer tires or both uh, okay
0: i don't have that problem along so. the outside edge. yes yeah you you had internal cupping which normally yeah. leads us to inflation and if we could establish a pattern that it leads to uh shocks that'd be fine shoulder cupping normally indicates bearings or alignment
3: okay and then one last question um i will um i'm gonna probably get this truck in one more time to get an alignment because my friend's buying my truck i don't want to i want to make sure this truck is in good shape when he buys it for me Um, Mm -hmm. which which um md alignment shop in texas would, would you say has the best practice? That's that's still up with their training when it comes oh, to Oh, now
0: now that that's that's an unfair that question. That,
3: I know. Yeah. Well, I don't that's I don't want to can, bash my friends at at the uh, oil medics, but I also I, I said so I go to oil medics and I go to uh, right. Centromatic right. for both.
0: I I have no problem with either one of those. Right. Okay. So there's two
1: okay. Others. Good choice over in Terrell
0: and. Uh, like the guy in El Paso. Yeah, yeah, Gene Dunbar out in El Paso. I, I but, but I don't Duna, even know where but, El Paso
3: is. I don't get that. I don't but, get but, out there. But, <laughs> but let
0: me ask a question now about the tires. Is uh-huh. there any feathered wear on the steer tires?
3: Uh, not that I can feel with my hands.
0: Then there's no need for an alignment. Okay. I,
3: I did. I wanted to make sure that everything was in the up and up. I had an alignment done before because I never had the rear axle done. Um, yep. I had a big old pothole. My steering my steering wheel is now, like, in the 11 o'clock position as I'm going down the road.
0: Okay, so, I never, so something, I did that. something shifted either in your steer axle or in your steering gearbox or in the rear end. That justifies having somebody look at it to find out what changed. But if there's no feathered wear on your steer tires, your basic alignment is okay.
3: Okay, awesome. Well, I'll, I, that's, uh, I'm glad to hear that. So No, I mean... It's a, It's been a great truck. It's been right at eight miles per gallon. It's a. Uh, it's a fleet truck that I bought from right out of training. I bought it and it's been paid off for years. I love it, but I'm looking yeah. to build a new truck. Oh, I got a follow up. Follow up question. I heard that um, front air ride suspensions is probably not a good idea for uh, alignment.
0: I really don't like them. No.
3: Okay, it's not that. I, I really would love to have one, mm-hmm. but. I also don't want the headache to go with it. So, um, and, would and, just get a truck with a longer wheelbase help with the with the ride? I,
0: I I can I can do more for the ride with alignment and changing settings and getting the right inflation. And now that you told me about road uh, the the shocks, then I'll get with air ride or lengthening the frame. I, I don't I don't go with those.
3: Okay, because I'm looking to build a. I'm I'm not buying another fleet truck. I'm going to build one because um, I have a great history with the freight the dealer out. Um, I'm looking to buy another Freightliner because I have a great mm-hmm. my, my 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 best friends with my, my Detroit mechanic too. So that's <laughs> fine. Um, but no problem. Right. Well, gentlemen, I really appreciate it, and uh, I uh, thank you for the show.
0: You're welcome. You have a great day. Thanks nice for calling. All right, take care. Okay. Well, that was that was four or five different questions.
1: Yeah. Uh, two or three different states
0: yes he lives in texas but he's got a phone number for virginia and he doesn't live in virginia anymore right okay next one is 541 any guess where that is oh yeah that's 541 uh i used to know let's say ohio oregon oregon started Uh, with the right letter yeah, one of those old. yos one of those old states. All right, let's see if he's home. I bet he is. I'll
1: say
0: he's not. So you're gonna stick with that, aren't you? Uh, yeah. All right. I like him. <laughs> Whatever works. Hello. Hello, Oregon. guys. How you doing?
4: Hi, I'm not in Oregon. I'm in Maryland right now, but I do live in Oregon, so I have Kevin a Kevin wins number.
0: again. Mm-hmm. Heck of a deal. So <laughs> what's up?
4: I'm not sure if this is in your guys' uh, uh, in your wheelhouse or not, but I have a 2012 Cascadia that I took to Freightliner when I was home. They had it for four days, and they shook their head and went, "We don't know what's wrong with it." Yeah. Um, going on the road, everything's fine, and about 50/50. Uh, whenever I hit the brakes, um, sometimes everything's fine. Sometimes I get a death wobble, for lack of a better term, out of the front end. And if I get out and get back into it again, sometimes it will do it again. And if I do it like a third time, it'll be fine. And once I'm into the brakes and it's good, I can go all the way to the floor and stop and everything's fine. Um, I've checked my uh, – I've replaced my shoes, replaced my drums, uh, brakes are in adjustment, brand-new stairs, counteract balance beads. I can't find uh, – everything's tight. Kingpins are tight, tie rods, uh, gearbox, everything is tight. Um, the, the, one, the one mechanic that I talked to said, "Oh, well, you have a drum out around. Well, if a drum was out around, it would do it every time. It wouldn't do it, you know, half the time." I, so I've I got to agree. Any
0: idea? Okay, uh, I know how to fix this. I know exactly okay. what the problem is, and I know exactly how to fix it. Okay. Okay. You go to a junkyard and you get a Peterbilt <laughs> emblem off of a wreck truck. <laughs> <laughs> and you put right? it on the front of this thing, and it'll stop. It'll start acting like a Pete and <laughs> Yeah, like a and it'll all be over. It's making me okay. miss
4: my O five 5 p even more. <laughs> this this thing has got nothing but gremlins. <laughs> I miss my okay. Peterbilt. <laughs> all right, um, I, I, I've narrowed it down. I'm thinking it's ABS related, but it's not throwing any ABS codes. The ABS light's not flashing when it does it. But I'm thinking like one of the modulator valves or something maybe. But I, I don't. I'm I'm out of ideas. And Freightliner shook their head and went, Oh. Which uh, Freightliner does anyway because it has a Cummins motor in it. So when right. I take it to Freightliner, their heads explode.
0: Yeah, they don't They don't understand that at all. Okay, now what year did you yeah. say this was? 2012. It's a, a 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about what causes a death wobble. All right? The steering yeah. wheel is ratcheting back and forth five to six inches in rotation. Does that sound about right? Correct. Yes. Okay. In order to move the steering wheel back and forth, you have to get input into the steering gearbox, which moves the pitman arm forward and backward, so you turn the gear, which means you turn the steering wheel. Got it?
4: Correct. Yes.
0: Okay. In order to make that occur, you can do it with an out-of-round or off-center brake drum. But generally, those movements are more along the lines of an inch or so, not five or six inches with, the, with a death wobble. Okay? And
4: I do have the centering pins for the drums, and I have the centering studs for the wheels as well, the
0: True Balance. Right. Wheels, but all of those things that you've described to me normally don't cause a problem in five to six inches of movement. It causes one or two inches of movement. Okay? All right. Okay. In order to get five to six inches of movement, the Pittman arm has to move further front to back, and in order to do that, most frequently, it's because the leaf spring is collapsing up and down, which is moving your pitman arm and your steering arm and causing the drag lake to oscillate. Right, as the spring collapses, it gets longer.
1: That
4: makes sense. So what, uh, Thinking thing in bushings? No,
0: new leaf springs.
4: New springs.
1: Oh, the actual springs themselves. The the freightliner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If if it's a 2012 and they're the original leaf springs, they're probably completely fatigued out. And sometimes when you hit a bump or you're stomping on the brakes and things collapse just the right way, it goes into an oscillation, and you can't control the spring. Right.
4: Another small note I've noticed, um, and, and it, it does it every time from like the last five miles an hour, from like five miles an hour to zero, coming up to a stop mm-hmm. sign or a red light where I'm braking real lightly, the steering wheel mm-hmm. will tick to the right about, I don't know, about three inches. Like every mm-hmm. other second, it'll tick to the right, and the truck will mm-hmm. kind of wander to the right. Mm-hmm. I don't know, if that, but the, 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 does that confirm your leaf spring thing, or is that it, there it, another it, variable into it?
0: No, it leads me right back into the leaf spring right, thing. Because, yeah, okay. A, I'm just just to think through the physics and
1: everything as this, as you're applying more weight to the steer axle that, but the, that spring next to the, that is on the attached to the frame and holding the gearbox in place. If it's getting longer because it's flattening out, the pitman arm is getting further away from mm-hmm. that position, which is a
0: right turn. Well, gotcha. don't, don't, don't go that far. Just go with the fact that the slower you go, the better the grip is of the uh, of the brake shoe against the drum. Okay. There's less slide. There's more brake applied. There's more torque being applied. Uh, it becomes okay. more effective at lower speeds. So, my first impulse is you need new leaf springs.
4: Yep. Okay. I didn't even think about that. I, I was th- like I said, I was thinking more ABS modulator. Because, you know, because uh, of the pulsing of it, I, I was thinking that was the only idea I had left after Freightliner mm-hmm. shook their head and went, uh. Mm-hmm. But uh you could just say about the leaf spring collapse, it does make sense. It got about 500,000 miles on it, so uh, I will taking mm-hmm. them out. And actually, I just ordered um, ordered uh, 10 uh, of the Road King shocks, four for my cab, okay. and, or six for my, my truck, and four for the trailer. I'm waiting. To, okay. Next time I get home, they should be there waiting on me to put them on. So yeah, I'll drop so you it off put Freightliner those on, you put and
0: the, have the springs put, your, put on. Yeah, put two new leaf springs on at the same time, and you may just solve all your problems. You'll all think right. you dri- You'll be back driving a Peterbilt.
1: You know, you're going to you're <laughs> gonna have the leaf springs out
0: of position. You could lower the
1: caster down to two degrees and does yourself. A and that would be enough. Just caster two degrees.
4: Okay, um, do a, you guys have any empty equipment? Uh, where? Uh, out in Oregon, Oregon, in Southern Oregon, to go off I five. Southern Oregon. Yeah, yeah, Southern in
1: Oregon. Bend, I'm not anywhere
0: sure. Anywhere nearby.
1: Uh, well, I know I know there's a couple of places in Oregon. I just can't name them off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, the, what you need to do is go to our website, mdline.com yeah. and check the shop locator and, and do it that way. But whoever is replacing your leaf springs can simply change the caster wedges at the same time they're putting it in there and drop it down to about two degrees. Now, yeah. you're probably up around five degrees now. And each degree of cra- caster in the front end of a truck increases road shock 10%. So if you take it from five degrees down to two degrees, you're going to reduce about 30% of the road shock out of the front end and smooth out your ride.
4: Right. And that'll be amazing. this freight shaker in beating the living Vegeta's out of me.
0: Yeah. You know what happens if you take parts <laughs> off of a freight shaker and a Peter car and a Ken <laughs> Worthless and put them together? You get a worthless what? Peter shaker. <laughs>
4: Damn it! Thank you guys for the help. I appreciate it. Hey, I'll check it's out this late spring. Not. I didn't even think about that, but appreciate it.
0: Let us know how you come out, okay?
4: Absolutely, I will I'll give you a call back when we get it done.
0: Thank you. Thank you, bud. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, that was that was interesting.
1: Yep, another one that ends up in our wheelhouse for it, yeah no good reason.
0: yeah. It, it may be completely out of our wheelhouse, but I'm throwing the answer out there anyway. What the heck? Okay, <laughs> uh, we got one in a three one six. Three one six, Vermont, Kansas,
1: Kansas. I was close. You're
0: completely off. You're you're picking wrong sides of the country all over the place. But you are right that they're not at home.
1: Oh, he's at home. Well, he's in Kansas. You think he's still there?
0: Well, let's find out.
1: (laughs) It takes forever to
0: get out of Kansas. Are you in Kansas?
1: Uh, yep. Kansas phone number, but I'm in
5: Utah.
0: Well, see, Kevin blew it again. (laughs) so what's up
5: well what's up is i've been running super singles for a long time and i was in new york and i blew one of them out uh kind mm-hmm. of out in the boondocks and the other three tires that were left had eight thirty seconds and so mm-hmm. i called all around to try and find a used super single and i couldn't find one and it was uh, one o'clock in the morning and the only road service i i could find anything was a brand new yokohama's uh, t- tires so okay. they came out and they put them on the truck and they turned out to be trailer tires so i've okay. got yokohama super single trailer tires on my truck and of course one of problem is all four all four of them okay and, and uh you know the one problem is is they're only 16 30 seconds so they're not going to yeah. last as long but i was yeah. wondering are they safe especially in the winter time or should i spend another thirty five hundred dollars and get drive tires
0: Okay. All right. All right. I do not believe that a street rib tire is unsafe on a drive position. Okay. Okay. That's my that's my statement to begin with. There are fleets out there that run nothing but street rib tires in all positions, so that they can rotate whether they're duels or wide base. So, right. Well, the, the duels would matter, but be, with duels because you can rotate them around and put them on the steers and do this and that. You yes. do not have as much tread depth but you have better rolling resistance out of a trailer tire than you do out of a lug tire, so you get better fuel economy. Yes.
5: yes in fact, in, in fact, it's way up. It's almost up half a mile per gallon, so it's way up on the fuel. Correct.
0: Economy. Now, the argument for a lug tire is that when you get into snow or if you pull off into mud, a lug tire gives you a paddle effect that will help you pull through those adverse conditions. Okay? Yes. The position I have is that the conditions are that bad, you don't want to take your damn truck there anyway. I agree. Okay. Now, do you carry chains? Yes, I do. Okay. So if you get in an adverse position, put some chains on, dig your way out, and get the hell out of the adverse condition.
5: What I was worried about, is there any danger like a softer sidewall or anything
1: like that that would cause the tire to shred or anything like that?
0: The casings okay. the casings are the same. They're just putting a different tread on it.
1: Right. And it is raining okay. to carry the load. Okay.
0: So. Yeah, no, I I personally wouldn't bother with that at all. And at a half a mile per gallon, you're going to save a hell of a lot of money here pretty quick.
5: Yeah, well, I've also had the chance to drive the truck in heavy rain with a lot of puddles and stuff.
0: And oh, this will, rain won't bother problem. a straight rip. No, a lug yeah, tire has no seem more seem traction. Yeah, a lug tire has no more traction in wet conditions than a straight rib tire does. In fact, a straight rib tire technically is better in rain than a lug tire is.
5: Okay. Well, that really puts my mind at ease. Thank you.
0: No problem, buddy. All
5: right.
0: You have a great day and enjoy your life. You as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. That was cool. That was good. I think think we did okay. Uh, 204. Two zero four. That's the Dominican Republic. Uh,
1: I think yeah, it's Missouri.
0: No, it's Manitoba. Manitoba. <laughs> we got c- c- Canadian call it.
1: Yeah. yeah, let's see what he's got. Can we take those
0: calls. Yes, we will take oh. that call. He's been he's been holding. Let's let's handle him. All right. I bet he's still in Manitoba, he's too. still in Canada. Yeah, well, not. at least, maybe. He's not in Canada. All right.
6: I am in Canada. Well, I'm in Ontario,
0: so you judge part of wherever that is. So. Well, we know where Ontario is. I've been there. Yeah,
6: well, one could argue whether or not it's Canada, but it's Ontario.
0: Um, where is that? Yes.
6: A tricky question, maybe. Okay, so mm-hmm. I've got a uh, 6x2, which I converted that over myself from a 6x4. And because Manitoba does not allow lift axles on tractors, I'm just chaining the axle up, and when I did the conversion, I just bought a drop axle and kept my Freightliner airliner suspension, just took one axle beam out the drive axle and put the uh, drop axle in, and that's how we've been running. And the problem is, I'm chewing up the um, tires on that left axle on the inside. And at mm-hmm. first I thought it was a weight really issue. The axle was rated at 20,000 pound. We never run that heavy. And I had an MD alignment in uh, Minneapolis area check it out last year, and mm-hmm. he told me that there is a toe, and I put the axle in backwards. So I've got a toe out, and I can't change it It's in that axle. So the only solution I see is to take the axle out, turn around 180 degrees, put it back in. So I have a little bit of a toe in, and as I'm going down the road, my wheels are straight.
0: Did he tell um, you how much? Did he tell you how much toe out there is? I believe it was three thousand.
6: Sorry, no. I forgot what it was. That's it was very, very minute, but it was enough that's to. That's nothing.
0: I don't believe that's. It. Yeah.
6: If okay. you no, feel he, he, your trailer he, 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 tire, I, I forgot what it was.
0: That's okay. If you put your hand on the trailer tire and slide your hand back and forth across the tread, if there's feathered wear, or if it's sharp one way, smooth the other way, okay, then toe is your issue. But I suspect you're not going to find feather wear. You're just going to find excessive wear or cupping wear on the inside edge close to the frame. Correct. Okay. Then forget the toe and forget turning it around backwards. The wear is going to be from one of two things. Either the wheel bearings are a little bit too loose or that axle is flexing as it's going down the road. It may be rated for 20000 but that doesn't mean it wouldn't flex. Correct. So my question is, what brand axle did you buy? Well, I
1: do not
6: remember anymore. I, it's been a long, long time. Okay. I, I went um, all over the place, and I was trying to, trying to find somebody to just sell me an axle without the suspension. And I, I sure. could find out. Again, it would take me some research, but I could find out.
0: Okay, I, I'm curious. The, the question it could be answered even simpler without looking at the axle. Because what you did is you took the axle and you bolted it to your airliner suspension. Is that correct? Okay. I need to know is it a five inch diameter axle or a six inch diameter axle? Um, six inches is the problem. That means it's a Hendrickson axle, came off of a trailer, and a Hendrickson 5-inch diameter axle has a thick wall, and it does not flex when you hit bumps in the road. Okay. But the 6-inch diameter axle has a thin wall, and it does bounce and bend when you hit bumps in the road, and it causes cupping on the inside edge of the inside tire. Now, fortunately, since you're a do-it-yourselfer and willing to fix things, I can tell you how to fix that so it won't cup it anymore. All right. The first thing that you got to do is make sure the bearings are tight enough. So I want you to jack up one side of that axle, grab the tire with both hands, shake the hell out of it, and see if it goes clunk, 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 and if it does, tighten your damn bearing. Okay?
6: Okay. Well, I've got the uh, ProTorque nuts in there, and I just, as we're talking, I just measured. Actually, it's a five-inch axle.
0: Oh, it's a five-inch. Okay. Yeah. I just want to that. Yeah. You're good. I like this. You did that while you were driving down the road. You're really skilled. No, sir. I'm actually – (laughs) I'm (laughs) – Okay. I'm stopped by the road. All right. Let's go back. I suspect it's going to be bearings because in that condition, it's either the axle flex or it's wheel bearings. And the type of nut you have doesn't bother me. The concern is did you tighten it up properly, Okay. Now, you you apparently tightened the bearings, correct? Yes. When you tightened them, did you tighten it up to a certain number and then back it off a quarter turn and put the lock ring in?
6: It was, I think, 200, and back it off, and then back it off.
0: And so you went into 50, and then you backed off a quarter turn and locked it, right? Yes, something like that, yes. That's where your problem is. The bearings are loose. Okay. okay. Now, I'm going to suggest that you go home, take the cover off, the oil cover off the outside of the axle, have it jacked up, take the clip ring out, put your socket on it, and tighten it to 60 foot-pounds. All right. No, wait a minute. 60 would be wrong. I want 75 foot-pounds. Okay? Okay. And do not back it off with the wheels on. Now, remember, okay. what you're doing, as you tighten it, you're pushing two tapered bearings in, and you're pinching in and lifting and centering the weight of the tires, the drums, the rim, and the hub on the bearing. Mm-hmm. When you backed it off a quarter turn, you just backed off 21 thousandths, and the bearing's loose because it's supposed to be less than five. Okay. So tighten it up. There's several other things that could come out of loosening a bearing like that. You might have an intermittent ABS brake light problem. That's a common problem when the bearing's too loose. And the other is you might have some cyclical vibrations coming up through your seat when you're holding steady speeds.
6: I have to try and find some.
0: yes. Something like that. So, if your drive axle bearing and your trailer axle bearing are both the same, you need to tighten them both up like that so that you get rid of the vibrations. You may have to reset your ABS sensors because if they've been loose, they may have knocked the sensors out of place. And when you tighten them up, you'll have a full time ABS code until you recenter the sensors.
6: Pro York, just go in there and 75 foot pounds.
0: Correct. Just snug them up. And it'll be just fine. It won't hurt a thing. Okay.
6: Do I do I spin
1: the
0: I don't care if you spin it or not. Spin it. Just get us to seventy-five foot pounds and put the clip ring in. Yeah.
1: Once it's there,
0: you should be the the whole assembly should be able
1: to turn with the in the oil bath. Yeah. About a turn and a half.
0: Well, that's on a steer axle or a trailer axle. It won't be on a drive because okay. you got yeah. the gears you're fighting yeah. in a drive. But just tighten it to seventy-five foot pounds. Put the clip ring in, and everything should be fine. Did I lose you? I think we lost him. I think we lost him. Hello. Okay. Well
1: we're talking.
0: Oh, okay, all right. Very good. All right. Uh, that was a good that was a good one. I like that. I had another question for him. I wanted to know the axle that he replaced did he replace the rear drive axle or the front drive axle. Because if you replace the rear drive axle, when you have it chained up, the fifth wheel plate is behind the front drive axle and it actually lifts the front of the truck and makes it ride a little funny. Yeah. If you're going to have a lifting axle whether you're chaining it up or lifting it, you need to replace the front drive axle right. so that the fifth wheel plate stays in front of your drive axle. Right. Another, well, I don't know if he heard us or not, but there it is. I don't know. Okay. All
1: right. 917.
0: Nine, you sure? 917? That's what it says. That's what it says? New York.
1: New
0: York. Is he in New York? Probably. Well, let's find out. All right. Hello, New York. Are you there? I can hear somebody in the background. Hello. Oh, now I hear the doorbell. Oh, the kids are screaming. All right. Well, we'll come back to him later. All right. He's got, nine eight five. he's got company yep. 985 Oh, Louisiana See, we're flooding up here in Iowa now And Louisiana's okay Is he
1: in Louisiana?
0: I don't think so Let's find out Whoa, Wait a minute, we lost him Oh, there he is, yeah, he's there Okay. Hit the button It's not working it's... Now it's working Hello? We're a little slow today
5: Louisiana. That's alright What's up, buddy? You there? I'm oh, here. not much.
0: Are, Are you here? in Louisiana? I'm in Louisiana. Cool. We got a guy at home. All right. So what's happening? Yeah.
5: Oh, I got an old uh, 2000 International 9900i. I've always run super singles. always run the Michelin uh, X pluses on the front.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, I've been getting right around 100,000 miles on the tires. But this last go around, um, I've only got about seventy and it's only wearing the right hand tire it's really weird. Like it's cupping and diagonally going across it. And okay. I've jacked it up checked king pins, i checked tire rods,
0: I checked
5: wheel bearing, and it's got the uni hubs on there.
0: Um, uh oh, okay.
5: I thought maybe, well, it's getting time to replace them again, but I wasn't doing my records and it's only got 250,000 miles since I've had them replaced the last time.
0: Okay, now let's talk about the UniHub bearings first of all. If you shake it and it's not loose, that's one test of the bearing. The second test yeah. of the bearing is to spin it as fast as you can with your hand and then put your hand on the air brake chamber right behind the wheel. And if the bearing is bad, you'll feel a vibration in your hand because the bearings are pitted. Okay? Okay. Now, the odds are that's not what's wrong, but I would strongly suggest you do that check anyway. Right. All right? Now, second thing is the tires start cupping on one shoulder or the other. So which shoulder did it start cupping on on that right front, the outside or the inside?
5: The outside. And that tire wears fast.
0: And then the diagonal works its way from that cup diagonally across the tire. And the cups, the diagonal cups are usually about 12 inches apart. Is that about right? About right. And there's usually two or three diagonal cups on the tire. Right. Okay. All right. That all makes sense. Now, the next question is, on the right front tire, if you lay your hand on an area where there isn't a diagonal and you slide your hand back and forth across it, is it smooth going toward the frame and sharp as you bring your hand back?
5: I do believe so.
0: Okay. Uh, you've I'll got an alignment it again, I
5: remember. That's what, that's what I figured. But the other yeah. tire is wearing perfect.
1: Right.
0: Which tells me you've got a little bit too much toe in in the front end of the truck. And, pushing that. and the drive axles are pushing the truck to the right. And the left front tire, because it's towed in too much, is going right, so he's happy. And the right front tire is getting pushed sideways. The
1: outside of the right
0: yeah. tire is collecting all of the wear. Yep. This is this is a standard pattern. A good alignment should get it done. Now, the, the second thing I want to tell you is 100,000 miles out of a Michelin XEA steer on that tire sucks. It's
1: less than a half.
0: Right. Yeah. You you should be getting close to 200,000 miles out of the tire if we get a good alignment on it and and everything else is taken care of.
5: Right, and that's just what it's been doing. Is just wearing that right one, you know. I've gone to different alignment shops, and it's all been the the crap. But uh, is there well, an gonna, ND alignment in Louisiana?
0: Uh, I have. I, I can't. Have you looked on our website?
5: I have, and I, I didn't see one in my area.
0: I can't remember one there. Do you travel outside of Louisiana? I do. Okay. So next time you're going someplace, look on the map and see if there's one close to where you're going or on your route that you could take two, three, four hours and stop, call him ahead of time, make an appointment, see if you can get in and get it fixed. Okay. Okay.
5: That's what I will do. Here's the next question. If there isn't an okay. MBA alignment in Louisiana, I'm mm-hmm. thinking about doing something different and maybe getting into that
1: program and doing that.
0: Sure. Um, All right. Do you live near a major metropolitan area. Or at least a major yeah. trucking that. Okay, good. Because if you're 40 miles, 50 miles away from a major metropolitan area, you're too damn far away to service the area and you're going to have a hard time making a living. Okay? I've tried it. All right. Um, yes, you can do that. We can sell you equipment. We can provide you training. We provide tech support. We're glad to help people start things like that. On the other end of it, You've got one truck, right?
5: I got one truck, correct.
0: And and you want to fix this truck? Are you in a position where you do your own work, or do you always have to things have things sent out?
5: I always do most of my own work. Um, of course, My shop flooded last time, so I'm I got to replace tools and all that. That's uh,
0: okay.
6: I'm in the but what I'm doing that.
0: What you could do is on our website, you can buy my book, The Common Man's Guide to Wheel Alignment. Okay, That book will tell you how to use 30 foot of string, a tape measure, and a roll of duct tape. And you can fix that damn truck. And that would convince you that our system knows what it's talking about. The laser systems that we sell are to take you another level above a string and a tape measure. But it's the same process. It's the same stuff we want you to do to the truck. Mm -hmm. And I'd be willing to bet with 20 minutes with a string and tape measure, you can find out what's wrong with that truck.
5: Yep. Okay. Okay. I'll definitely do that. I'll definitely do Very that. Good, Just look for that book on your uh, yeah, it, website?
0: On the website, yep. You can order it, and they can ship it to you, or you can get an electronic version if you want it in a PDF on your computer, either way. And it gives you a phone number to call when you need tech support.
5: Okay. I will definitely look into right. that. I appreciate good, the buddy. call and the help. All
0: right. You have a great day.
1: You too. Right. Okay. That was cool. Yes. That was uh, Good. Uh, area of the
0: country we We would really like to have a good shop down in louisiana yes that would be awesome to have somebody there all right what do we got for this phone number 208 208 that now the other guy was two in manitoba was 204 that's the guy we lost so this isn't the same guy where's 208 Um, california Idaho. idaho you are really screwed up today if it's west you call east if it's north you call south
1: Barack, oh yeah, oh well, touches the uh, Canadian border. It
0: the does. California touches the Mexican border, border. border and the Pacific Ocean. Yep. All right. Let's see. Is he home? Uh, I'm going to guess yes because I know he's And city. I'm going to guess no. All right. Click the button. I am clicking the button. Hello, Idaho. Hello. Are you in Idaho? Not at present time. I'm in Washington State. Washington, all right, very good. I get to win that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, well, to
5: start with, I want to let you know I buy paper sacks by the bolt.
0: Uh-huh.
5: So I've got some to put over my head so nobody can recognize me driving it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
5: okay. I'll let, you guess, I'll let you guess what I'm driving.
0: <laughs> A Volvo. Well,
5: it's not quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Freight Shaker.
0: Well, well, everybody drives a Freight Shaker. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> well,
5: it's a 2016 Freight Shaker to boot. Ooh, a Cascadia, so, the new ones. Okay. Yeah, the the Evolution. I mm-hmm. got uh, just about 400 miles shy of 100,000 on it. Okay. I have had the problem since about two months old when it had, you know, a few thousand miles on it. Mm-hmm. And the problem is it's intermittent. It won't stay stay broke. It won't stay a problem. Mm-hmm. It uh, every now and again I'll be just driving along. I have applied to brake hard. I have applied to brake soft. It's been in corners. It's been when I'm breaking straight out. And it uh, I can't feel any kind of vibration or feel it anywhere. But it will sound like in one. It sounds like it's coming from the right front steer, but it sounds like I'm hitting the rumble strip while I'm braking.
0: Oh. And sometimes
5: it's severe, and sometimes it's just a little bit, but it's it won't do it all the time. It's like maybe every two or three weeks it'll do it. One time I it'll keep doing as long as I'm applying brakes. All I got to do is let off the brake just a touch. And then I can reapply the brake. I mean, I don't even have to let clear off. Just ease up on the brake and then reapply the brake, and it's gone away.
0: You know, that sounds like ABS.
5: That's kind of what I was wondering. Of course, freight miner, they say, oh, we can't see anything wrong. There's
0: uh-huh. <laughs> not uh-huh. throwing any
5: codes. You know, it's uh-huh. not throwing any codes. So I wondered if that's why. I, I don't feel anything in the pedal either. It's It's strictly just a sound is all I can hear.
0: Okay, because if it was ABS, well, all my experience, I'm not a brake guy, okay, but I have okay. a little bit of experience with ABS, and every time I had it, I felt it in the pedal, but that wasn't an air system, it was hydraulic. Oh,
1: this, has, this has hydraulic okay.
0: you got disc brakes, right? No, they're a total drum. Drum brakes, we're right back to that. Yep. God, that feels like an ABS. Um, the steering wheel doesn't rattle. Nope.
5: The truck doesn't vibrate. There's no so feel in the steering feel at all. It, yeah, you don't
0: feel it through the steering wheel. No. You don't feel not, it in your feet. You don't no. feel it anyway. Just hears this rumble.
5: Yeah. Yep. Sounds like I'm hitting a rumble strip on the side of the road. And I say I can let off the brake and reapply it and it it it's gone. So and it I thought be. that but some... my experience with ABS is uh, usually you can feel out on the pedal when it's adjusting each cylinder, you know, it's trying to adjust. But mine's been in hydraulic as well. It's the only time yeah. I've ever felt yeah. anything in the pedal.
1: Yeah, my, my my gut tells me it's some marbles in the sleeper.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait a minute,
0: wait yeah. a minute. Loose marbles in the driver's overhead?
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I, I lost my marbles years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know that
1: can't be it. they rattling around in somebody else's truck. You lost them before you got this truck.
0: All right. Well, uh, okay, let's go back to marbles. Let's say there was rubber balls. Yeah, yeah. okay. In the tire. In the tire. Yeah. In the tire. Yeah.
1: Inside the tire. Inside the tire. But why would everyone do it once every two thousand? And
0: why, when you let off the brake and put it back on, do the loose rubber balls not be oh, loose again? Yeah. I can't yeah, get there. They go away. I can't get there. I, I'm sorry. I you yeah. you have completely befuddled me. Well, okay. Yeah. The, fact, the
1: fact that it doesn't. Right, there's some fortunate things about it. Like the fact that it doesn't, you don't feel it on the steering wheel or in your hands or in your feet or in the seat, all tells us that it isn't a significant mechanical
0: problem. Correct. Not a safety issue, right? Not yet. Um, How often does this occur? Every day? No, no. Once every two or
5: three weeks, and it does it once and it's gone. Be week, maybe two, three weeks again, i will feel it again. Fact is, the last time it done it about a week ago, and I bet it's been close to a month before it done it the last time before that.
0: Okay. What it is 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 a psychological manifestation of the fact that you need to take some time off. Okay. Well I just got back from a week. There you go. Every time it rumbles, you take a day off. That's it.
5: Okay, okay. Right. can I just tell the boss
0: that there you go. There you go. It's,
1: it's you have a yourself a good day. Thanks. Yeah, if you
0: yeah. Ever find out what it
1: is, give us a call back.
0: We'd be interested.
5: Right. I will if I pray. I'm gonna call Kevin Rutherford and see if I can stump in too.
0: There you go. Good plan. Give it give him some. All right.
5: Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay,
0: Um We got two more. They 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 did get us on that one.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, so not we'll handling,
0: it's not tire word handling, but I didn't, I, I got what no we idea. Did
1: is we ex- we, what we did is we determined that it was not in our wheelhouse. That's true. That's that's what we Of course,
0: did. there's a lot that's not in our wheelhouse. Yes, there is. <laughs> All right, 509, where's that?
1: That wasn't also Oregon?
0: No, it's Washington. Washington. Ah, mm-hmm.
1: Right up next is to he point. in Washington? Is he
0: in, no, he's in Idaho. He's in Idaho. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, we better push the button. There's the button. Hello. Hello. Hello, Washington. How you doing?
5: Hello. Is this the Tom and Ray Guess That Tireware Show?
0: This is, this is to, Tom number two and Ray number two. <laughs> oh, good. You guys are a lot of fun. You know, we need a lot more of that. Well, thank you. My philosophy <laughs> you know, is if you can't have fun, stay home and quit bothering people.
5: Oh, I know. I stopped to be motionless just for this.
0: Yeah, yeah.
5: Uh, Well, anyway, you know, over the years, I've paid attention to, you know, the education that's available from everybody and the tire wear, you know. And a lot of the wear and the patterns, the the explanations, and you look at the pattern, it makes sense, you know, Mm -hmm. okay, you know. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you look at a tire and the pattern and it's wearing, and and myself, I just say, how does a tire do
0: that? Yes. (laughs) You know, yes, I have the same problem.
5: Now, I've got, you know, a particular question, but, you know, in reference to the, you know, how does it, like, drive tires, big, luggy drive tires. Yep. I call it the, the checkerboard cat pattern.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, but like, every other lug, evenly or every third. around the tires, yes. every yes. third lug, yeah, yes. wears down,
0: yes. And but,
5: but all the surrounding lugs look fine,
0: Yes, and it's typically the shoulder lugs <laughs> that are doing it, not the internal lugs, right? Yeah.
5: Oh, I wouldn't say in my observation that's been evenly the middle lugs and
0: well, there's Well, there's, the there's certain casing brands like Goodyear likes to lump off the middle lugs, okay? But if you go to a Michelin tire, if you have an alternate lug pattern, it tends to be on the shoulders, all right? Now, let me explain yeah. to you what's causing it. Just so you got it, okay? Okay. As the lug rotates down into the footprint and the axle is attempting to twist the tire, the individual lug will distort, pick up load, and attempt to torque the vehicle forward. The next lug behind it will try to absorb the same amount of torque, and it may or may not be able to hold the torque, and if it doesn't, the individual lug slips on the ground and wears itself a little shorter.
1: Than the lug that was actually able to carry
0: the lug. And because it's okay. lost torque Then the next lug come in Isn't picking up the same amount of torque And it's able to hold it And then the next one might be able to hold a little bit And then the third one, no, it slips And it wears itself down And once they have right. started wearing themselves down They wear down all the time And you get this, what we call a snaggle tooth pattern Or an alternate lug wear right. And okay. the reason now, is there... it's worse Go ahead Oh, go ahead.
5: I'll save it.
0: Well, the reason it's normally worse on the shoulders is because the the pressure holding the tire on the ground tends to be greater in the middle three ribs, and the outer shoulders have more opportunity to wiggle. Now, on tread design, if you get the tire engineer to put just a little bit of rubber between the lugs in line with the lugs to stabilize them fore and aft, they don't do the alternate lug pattern.
1: But if they are
0: able to uh, wiggle, okay. they do.
5: Yep. Is there a way to combat that? Like, is that a result of you know, lead foot?
0: Tor- no, it's a result no. of tread design. It's totally tread it's design. Tread design. Oh. Okay. I if kind, you're kind of gonna do that.
1: Not gonna, it's it's never going to be an issue that uh, <laughs> downs the truck. Yeah. Or
0: cause you to pull the tire. Right. It's just a it's just a a feature of the. Now, if we if we go way back. The Goodyear 167 was terrible about alternate lug wear, and it had loose individual shouldered lugs. The Bridgestone 545 lug drive tire was notorious for alternate lug wear, and one of the engineers and I was discussing it for Bridgestone, and I said, "Look, or Firestone, I said, if you just tie these together, it won't do it." Well, they experimented with it, and they brought out the 663, which had little tie bars that tied the lugs in line. In line with the lug, and they also tied it sideways into the lug next to it. The six six three were absolutely flat. All it needed was a little support.
5: Oh, all, right. all right. Now, my specific tire question was similar to a previous call about a, a right side steer tire. Yep. It's a Michelin X Multi Energy. Okay. And it has. Uh, you know it's rib and has rather you know wide shoulder ribs they're rather wide
0: yes, right,
5: and it's the right steer it's the mm-hmm. outside outside shoulder rib
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: that is getting rather severe, scalloping wavy yep. pattern, yep on the inside of that outside shoulder rib
0: hmm Yep.
5: And I, I kind of look at that and go, I can understand if it's scrubbing and the whole shoulder rubs off, uh, right. the the inside rib next to it is wearing fine. It's just yep. getting that big river on the inside. And it's going like another
0: on the, I, on the inside edge of the outside rib, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Now, what year is your truck? Uh sixteen Peterbilt. Very good. Do you know if it's got the wide track front axle? Of course not. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) It's a a Peterbilt. It's green. It's green. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Are you driving right now or are you sitting still? Sitting still. Are you in the truck? Well, yeah. Yeah. Are you in Washington? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no <laughs> He's in the truck. Are the wheels straight ahead right now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Is the engine started? No. Can you start it? Yeah. Good. Start the engine. Start, start the engine. All right. We're going to count down. Yeah, yeah. I got to go through all this happy computer crap. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ignition. Take lift off. No, not yet. All right. No, maybe. <laughs> Ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> I know it's coming. Okay, go ahead. I know it Let's... is. All right. Now, when it gets started, what I want you to do is I want you to simply turn the steering wheel to the right, and I want to count now, how many rotations it makes to the right.
1: To the right.
0: Okay. On.
1: Uh,
5: One and I'd say 90% of a turn.
0: Okay. Forget about it. Straighten it back out. All right, straighten straighten it back out. The, what I thought was wrong ain't wrong, so forget about that. Yeah. Forget okay?
1: about that. A 2016
0: without the. Without the 55 degree was, wheel cut. Well, didn't
1: somebody tell us that they were coming out with gear
0: Wow. Oh, okay. I, I I'm here? suspected. That I haven't found it yet, so I'm not going to believe that. Okay. All right. If <laughs> All if righty. you had a if you had one that turns more than two turns, we're finding that it leans the right front tire up on its shoulder, and when it gets in a major right turn. The tie rod and the steering arm can't control it, and the right front wheel wiggles, and it erases the outside shoulder.
1: Typically, when you're backing
0: up. Yeah, backing up is when it does it the worst. Okay, okay but let's leave that alone. So the second question I have for you is, what inflation are you running? Well One hundred five. What size tires? What size tires are you running? As far are they as low, this, pro, uh, low pro, low pro twenty two fives. Yes. Okay. The, are they fourteen ply or sixteen ply? Do you know? No. Do you know how heavy your front axle is? Is it a twelve thousand or thirteen two? Of course not. I don't know. Okay. How do you tell? You need to open the front door on the left side, and there's a sticker in the in the door jam that tells you how heavy that front axle is and what inflation you're supposed to run in that tire. As the minimum inflation. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Front. Yeah, great. Um, Okay. What does it say?
5: Uh, Front. uh, 120.
0: And it's a 13,200 pound front axle. Right.
5: Hey, that number is here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, that tire needs a minimum of 120 psi, and we get better results if we run 130. You're running a 16 ply tire. 105 and 110 is underinflated. That's what's contributing your tire wear problem.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You guys are good.
0: Well, we've done this twice. Thank you. (laughs) You
1: And you wouldn't believe. How many people around this country, tire dealers, tire, yeah, reps, well, don't even look? Don't understand what's going
5: yeah. On with their own. yeah, well, yeah. you know, I, I said the truck was green, and that's what gave it away. <laughs> I know. There you
1: so.
5: go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see if I can convince anybody else in the world of that.
0: Look at the look <laughs> yeah. at the sidewall of your tire when you have time, and it should say mm-hmm. 120 on it. Also, yeah,
1: if it doesn't, then you, you've got the wrong. If tire. it says
0: 110, you got the under underrated tires. You don't even have a tire for the truck. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, good. The sidewall, oh. that, the sidewall of the tire should say maximum load 6,600 pounds at least and the sidewall should say 120, in order to be, carry, be able to carry 13,200 pounds. If you've got a 6,175-pound tire, you can only carry 12,000 pounds on that axle. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Your, our Your weight typically doesn't increase on that steer axle like it changes on the drives. So mm-hmm. you're almost
0: always carrying the weight you got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, the DOT yeah, yeah. requires that you have enough tire for the rate, axle rating. DOT, repeat that? The DOT requires that you have enough tires for the axle rating. So they can
1: look even, at
0: too.
5: Even though the actual load is
0: they don't know. That. They don't care how much load you've got on. If the axle's rated to carry 13.2, you better have 13.2 tires on there, and you better have enough inflation to carry 13.2. Because right. they Both don't know what you're going to put on it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, that's more education. Thank you. You betcha. Let's see if do I do. can,
5: like I said, if I, you know, if I repeat all this to anybody, I'm going to get the, you know,
0: the will the Tell, them to, call, the, tell <laughs> them to call me. <laughs> you <laughs> you know? want my phone number? Just
1: make them look at the door jam. Yeah,
0: all yeah, they're, they're going right. to do is look at the door jam, and that's what they're required to have on the truck.
5: All right. I'll 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 follow up and, and go get my glasses and look at all the little numbers
0: and if, if you All want right. my phone number, I'll give you my phone number. You can tell them to call me if they have any doubts.
5: Anybody. Uh, I'll call back if I...
0: No problems. All next, right. next no problems, buddy. And, and report in. All
5: right. Well, thank you very
0: much. You betcha. You have a good day. Been... Thanks for calling. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay. We have done our hour and a half, but we have okay. two more questions. Do we want to try and do those? Well, if they promise to be quick. We'll charge them double. <laughs> charge them double. 573. Go ahead and click it in. That guy is in Missouri. Yep. Hello, Missouri. Well, I'm Are in you Kentucky. there? Ah! The Missouri guy escaped.
1: Very close
2: to the Yep. Next. Sure. What's up? Uh, I was just going to uh, get two deals. One, I was going to comment on the other guy's brake problem.
0: I've yeah. got a
2: 15 or a 16 Pete. Have yeah. the same issue. I've got two hundred sixty-five thousand miles on it. I've come to the conclusion that it does it just as the automatic slack adjuster needs to take its click and do an adjustment, ah.
0: and that's why it
2: goes. And that's why it goes away when you let off the brake and get it again.
0: Because it's moved up another <clears> notch <throat> on the automatic slack. Hmm.
2: Yep, because sometimes it'll do it on the left front, sometimes it'll do it on the right front, and it needs that last little click and it's letting the brake shoe vibrate underneath uh-huh. it because it doesn't uh-huh. have enough pressure on the shoe. And you could be right sounds it sounds like a rumble strip or even worse. It's uh, I mean it it's it's a bad enough noise it will make you get off the brakes and get back on them because it sounds like it's going to tear the axle out from under the truck.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. I appreciate that information.
1: Uh, yeah, at least it sounds uh, uh, reasonable. Now,
0: yeah. What's your other deal?
2: Okay. I've had this truck do this twice.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, loose power steering when turning to the left. Have it to the right, and have, and have power steering all the way back to the center position. And, and then when you start to the left, not have any power steering. <clears throat> Both times it's done it. I, one time I was out in the gorge area of Arizona, out there between Nevada and Utah. The other time was over in Tennessee. And I know that the gorge don't really have anything to do with it, it's some, some kind of freak deal, that it just, both times it's happened, I've been in a curvy gorge.
0: And what has the dealer said about this?
2: No, they hold they hold their hands up and go, we don't know. Uh, we yeah, can't we can't diagnose it because it they we, broke we, we get, you know, Yeah, we can't get it to uh, uh, duplicate that.
0: Same problem I have when the washing machine makes a funny noise and the washing machine repairman shows up and it won't make the damn noise. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Um, I'm not a steering gearbox guy, okay? So having said that up front, I think there's a problem in the steering gearbox.
1: I would say losing power steering is a good enough reason to replace it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is this your truck or company truck? Company trip. Is it still under warranty? Yes. I'd be back there pounding on somebody's desk and making a replace a gearbox. Yeah. You don't need to lose it someplace important. That's a safety item. This this is a whole other realm now.
1: Yeah. Yep. Even if even if that doesn't end up fixing it.
0: It's good it's good enough. It's a good enough reason. I'd 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 be I I'd be free to drive the damn truck on the road because it's gonna fail one time when you really need it.
2: Well that's I don't know where I'm, where I'm getting
0: with it. Yep, All right. that's where I'd be. I'm sorry I can't provide you more oh. info, but but that's my gut feeling. Okay.
1: All, All right. righty. That you works. have a good
0: day. Thank you. Good luck to you, buddy. Bye bye. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, we got one more. Eight oh three. Eight oh three. Eight oh uh, three. South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh yeah. All right. He uh, ain't there. He's he ain't gone. There. He's, a small He's out of the state. Hello, South Carolina.
5: Hello, sir. No, I just I just crossed back into South Carolina. I'm getting oh, close you made to a liar
0: of you. You just I, deliberately waited long enough to get into the state, didn't you?
5: I just came out of Georgia, right into South Carolina. You timed it just right.
0: All righty. Well, hey, well, what's I, up, buddy?
5: I know. I know y'all got to got to go. I just quick question. Um, what is the maximum difference in tread height are you allowed on one axle using wide singles?
0: Well, wide singles or duels doesn't change, okay? The manufacturer recommends that you keep it within 830 seconds front to back at a maximum, okay?
1: And side to side?
0: Across side to side, they don't have a recommendation.
1: Right, because the. Uh... Okay. Okay? All right. That, so That's oh, what was my concern,
5: because my left front uh, drive wide single is two years old. It's got about... Eight thirty seconds, and then my right front drive is about a year old, and uh, I'm not exactly sure what it, but it, it's it's a noticeable difference, and I didn't know
0: mm-hmm.
5: if that was affecting my axle. And I got two brand new ones on the rear.
0: Okay, now here's what happens: the difference front to rear is really important because if you're more than, and, and the book says 8, 30 seconds, but we know we can go up to 15 and we don't have a big problem. But if the front axle has more tread or the rear axle has more tread, the rotation rate per mile is difference between the two axles and the power dividers taking up the difference and you can damage the power divider. Okay. Oh, okay,
5: okay.
0: Now the difference across the axle the rotation rate is taken up by the spider gear in the sides of the diff, and they're immersed in oil, and they'll cool enough to handle the difference in rate. Yeah, this is totally what they're okay. trying to do is absorb differences in rotation. Yeah, particularly cornering and stuff. you got okay. a difference in rotation rate. So your real problem is front to back. So if you have brand new ones on the back, what are they, 28, 30 seconds?
5: I think brand new uh, Michelin white singles. Okay.
0: If both of your front drive axle were at 8.30 seconds, you would have 20.30 seconds difference, and that is damaging your power divider. Now, if one of them is, let's say, at 16.30 seconds, okay, and the rear is at 28, you only have 12.30 seconds difference We're less than that 15 that field experience has told us will work. Okay? Right. So I'm really worried front right. to back more than I am side to side.
5: Okay.
0: So it's time to get new new
5: drives on the front axle too then. <laughs> well, I wait
0: a wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'll tell you how you can massage it to make it okay so you don't have to buy new tires right away. Right. Would you All like right. to do that? Okay. Yes, sir. The tire that's on the right front, put it on the left rear. The tire that's on the left rear, put it on the right front. So we got two tall tires on the right side of both axles. And that'll even out the rotation rate and protect the power divider until you wear the other two down far enough that you want to replace them.
5: Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you very much. I enjoy your show. Thank you for being here for us on Sunday night.
0: We try to do what we can. You have a great day.
5: You
4: too. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Okay, folks. We've gotten through another one. We ran a little over time, so we're going to charge you extra for this. Uh But it's been fun. And we're going to move on down the line. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye. bye Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.